This is a shock podcast. Hi, this is the I'm Not Crazy, I'm in Therapy podcast. I'm your host Fairy from Sitting in the Nude and I'm not crazy. I'm in therapy. The very last episode of the season and it's just me and Dr. Chua from Relate Malaysia and we're going to have some romantic alone time just you and me <laughs> and we haven't had that throughout the whole season. So this is going to be fun. I wrote in to myself five crazy worst ways to handle ADHD. So ADHD is short for attention deficit hyperactive disorder and I have been told I mean that they said before it was ADD but my therapist says um I'm more in the inattentive realm correct I- I'm just clarifying ADD is it still the term now or no, is it just it's ADHD, ADHD correct but um you can have ADHD hyperactivity ADHD inattentive right right so for me it's inattentive but i feel like i face all so yeah we'll talk about that <laughs> as we go along so the very first crazy worst way that i wrote was keep staying in that hyper focused black hole like just stay in it forever and don't get out and like stay on your couch being on social media staying on your couch being <laughs> anxious about that thing you got triggered by and not be able to move cuz that is something that does happen to me a lot hyper focusing from what i've read about adhd hyper focusing is where you put all your energy into that one thing and then you just can't get out of it and that has happened to me a lot because i think um i do have an aunt that i talk to at times whenever i get triggered and she does notice and she has adhd too by the way so she does notice it and she says that it's like you don't have an emotional traffic light she says i don't know whether she experienced the same thing but that definitely does happen to me and i cannot let go of this certain thing that I'm triggered by and I'll go I'll go round round ruminate ruminate and and I'll keep talking about it and then I then only when I realize this like oh, okay there's, there's something not right like that I just can't let go of this certain thing until like the energy burns off and also to add I mean I I do have anxiety so that probably kind of mm-hmm. pushes it even mm-hmm. more so what happened for me was um last time I was told that I had ADHD from a by a psychiatrist and then i was put on medication and i only did it for about a week or two weeks and i didn't like it mm-hmm. it was concerta and it made me feel really weird and woozy and mm-hmm. i didn't like it so i stopped and then i felt like okay fine i have adhd but i never went back to that psychiatrist cuz i just didn't and i didn't continue and then i think a year or two later i think with like i had anger stuff and like you know anxiety which i didn't really understand what it was But then I I saw a psychiatrist which he advised me and said that oh I don't think you have ADHD I think you might have some anxiety or depression or something like that and then like you could do a test so I said I don't want medication I want to see a psychologist so he referred me to a psychologist because this was a psychiatrist who mm-hmm. said I don't mm-hmm. think you have ADHD so I went to that uh psychologist and then they did a test on me and to check on my attention and they said oh your attention's fine um i think but you do might you might have gad generalized anxiety disorder you have it like in a mild way i said oh, okay so then i saw that therapist for about uh, a couple of years and it did help and then i wanted to learn more so i switched to another therapist who specialized in dbt dialectical behavioral therapy and then along the way it's been great and then when i started when we all started working from home recently i noticed that like boom 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 i was doing more and more things but my attention just goes here there everywhere and i'm like is this normal is this normal and my therapist said it is very normal for a lot of people now especially now in this social media age so mm-hmm. i said uh 
Okay, yeah, but I still feel something's not right. Because when my aunt did point out that um, emotional traffic-like thing, that does happen to me a lot. And so I said that, I think, I told my therapist, can you please, can we do an assessment? And then she said, are you sure? I said, yes, yes, let's do an assessment. So she did an assessment where she compared uh, my childhood and my adulthood. And then because my childhood um, there was some signs where dreaminess, which I definitely have even now, um, and now with the attentiveness, um, yeah. So she said, "Yes, you have ADHD based on the assessment." I said, "Okay, cool." And now I, that's why I I understand. I'm picking up all these th- terms: hyperfocus la, mm-hmm. and then I think neurodivergent la, which I heard, which I mentioned to you actually before this talk, <laughs> and you said I don't think there's such a thing called neurodivergent. So we can talk about that too. <laughs> but yeah, what do you think about everything that I just mentioned? Um, ADHD is a, a, a neurodevelopmental disorder. So a lot of people, uh, well, people with ADHD, you would see these signs of either hyperactivity or inattention early on in childhood. So if you know if, if somebody comes to me and says, you know what, I had no problems in childhood. My parents never said anything. My teachers never said anything. My friends never said anything. Um, but now I can't focus. I think of ADHD. I would probably say mm. maybe not, ah. right? Because the signs have to be there uh, since childhood. Mm. And it would have to also be corroborated by people around you. So it's not just feeling I can't focus because I think a lot of us, I mean, on average, you know, like think about TED Talks, 15 minutes. That's yeah. that's how 10 to 15 minutes is what we can pay <laughs> can <laughs> good do, attention yeah, to. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people get concerned because they think, oh, I should pay attention for an hour. I said, like, no way. No way can you pay ah. close attention to for an hour without getting distracted mm. is very normal mm. um, but so if it's only you feeling you can't pay attention but everyone else didn't say anything yeah you know everyone's saying like oh no you were tracking yeah you remembered correctly you said you know so it's um, then again it's it's it, it's evidence that maybe it's not mm. right because think about inattention if I really lost um, attention, I couldn't focus, I wouldn't remember what you're saying. Right. Right. Um, I would probably want to record things. I'm, I might have to go through the notes over and over again. I look like I'm um, daydreaming and somebody calls my name. I was like, oh, sorry, I was daydreaming. What was I thinking about? <laughs> oh, nothing. I was just thinking about, yep. you know, the, the, the sky or, you know, just nothing. Right. And so people around you would, would notice. And so one of to assess ADHD is actually um, it's actually a really long assessment uh, mm. process. Right. So it's it's usually uh, discovered when you're a kid. Um, right. People get um probably your teachers to fill in a questionnaire, your parents to fill in a questionnaire, and the kid also fills in a questionnaire. We want to compare it to IQ test because sometimes in attention, um, you're not paying attention because, you know, you, you're, there could be an intelligence or cognitive processing issue, right? So it could be that nothing makes sense to you. Yeah. So that's, again, obviously you're going to not be able to focus, mm-hmm. right? So we want to rule out other things. Um, and then we have, let's say, a genuine case. This person genuinely has ADHD. A lot of times, yeah, the f- first line of treatment is medication. Yeah. Um, and so contrary to the myth of um, ADHD being like due to too much sugar, um, it, as I said, it's a neurodevelopmental mm. disorder. And these medications are actually stimulants, which is why it's tightly controlled. 
Yes. So what they've discovered is that people with ADHD are not overly stimulated. They're under-stimulated in their frontal lobes. Yes. Which is why they, they have um, poor impulse control mm. and poor self-regulation. Mm. Right. So the medication is to uh, stimulate uh, their stimulants. They help activate stuff in your brain that make, help you um, exercise more self-control. Yeah. Um, control your impulses and be able to focus. Mm. It's also um, prone to abuse in certain fields, you know, uh, in the U.S. a lot, right? People, kids who say, I want to study, I want to pull an all-nighter. How do I do that? I'm going to take um, ADHD medication. Yeah. So in Malaysia, is also, it's a controlled medication, so you can't mm. just take it. Yeah, yeah. But often people with ADHD end up self-medicating with a lot of coffee, Anyway, mm-hmm. you know, they're taking a lot of energy drinks. To it helps them focus. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you look in your environment and see whether you're, you're doing these sort of things, you know, very yeah. quite naturally. How? So going back to what I mentioned, which, which is keep staying in that hyper-focused black hole, which, yeah, I obviously have to do the opposite of that is try to, to walk away from it. Like, do you have any advice in terms of, as far as I know, is grounding techniques to come back to the present, which is a bit tough sometimes. Yeah, uh, it's quite unusual because a lot of times the hyper focus is on activity, right? So someone could get very hyper focus on their work, mm. right? Someone can get very hyper focus on a game or something, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but it sounds like yours is more that rumination. Um, I know all of it actually. Like, if it's something that I'm really passionate about or like something that I'm working on, I can. I'll be really focused on it. Or if I need to solve a problem, I'll really focus on it. <laughs> like lots of things. And but yes, if I am also triggered anxiously about something, it will be hard for me to let go. Because I do know some people who have anxiety. I don't think they take that long to let go sometimes. And I noticed that with myself. It could be like a day. It's better now, right. but. Yeah, I think some of the listeners would be curious on why you want to let go of your work. You know, they, they might, they, work, might they, yeah. they might go like, "Wow, I want that hyper focus," but you oh. know, you're saying like, actually, don't stay in that because sometimes it's tiring. Because like, I want to switch off. Like for example, the other night, I I, I wanted to solve this issue because I, oh, I need to know the answer to this. And sometimes it'll be good to be like, "It's okay, never mind. I will finish it off tomorrow." But, but you can't I, I, I can't do that straight away, and I'm right. like, oh, but uh, like I, I'm so, I, I must make it happen. So that's why it's great for work. It's great for work. It, it really does work. I'll really make sure that I'll get it done. But with other things, and I need to have some rest. I, I'll keep working to maybe one when I shouldn't. But I'm, I'm a lot more regimented now. But sometimes it's really irritating. And I'm like, can I completely blame it on my ADHD or is it, <laughs> is it me? You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the disengagement issue, I think, it, it becomes this... Um, How do I switch off? Like, mm. Do you want to switch off? Sometimes, yeah, I mean, um, so I watched this Mel Robbins thing and I also learned from my therapist and with mindfulness techniques. Mel Robbins shared this technique, which is five, four, three, two, one, because no matter what, you won't be motivated to do something as quickly as you want to. That's what she shared. So sometimes five, four, three, two, one, just move. And sometimes I even forget to do that, obviously, mm-hmm. but it just jolts you to do the next thing. And then th- there have been a lot of times where I, when I remember it, that helps because I can't get out of that position because there have also been moments where I get anxious about something, then I get depressed about that thing sometimes. 
times and I'll be still sitting on that couch when I should have moved like two, three hours ago. Mm-hmm. That has happened yeah. on a bad day, you know? I would say for, for those kind of things, set an alarm clock. Yes. yes. Oh, set a yes, timer. yes, yes. Just to, yeah. just to let you know, like by this time, you know, so before you start or before you, you I think giving your time, giving yourself time to maybe have to even rumination time fine but not three hours maybe you need to set it to half an hour one hour yes. set an alarm clock and be ready to move on yeah. yeah i do that sometimes but then sometimes in the moment like i turn it off straight away and then i'm like oh crap i didn't realize that i did it mm-hmm. but yeah i know good point i <laughs> have to like be more aware of it when it happens cool Let's move on to the second crazy worst way, which is make no time to exercise and make yourself sluggish. I'm saying this because when I do actually exercise, it, it kind of reduces the anxiety in general. It, it um, gives me more happy hormones and it makes me feel more focused compared to when I don't exercise, I notice. Yeah. yeah. Well, exercise is great for everything, right? It's great yeah. for mood, it's great for mm. ADHD. In, in terms of sometimes it works off some... Some energy and helps you focus, mm, right? Yeah. It gets it out. Um, it's also stimulating. Oh yeah, right. That must to, be to, it. To, to exercise, <laughs> and so if you find yourself very distracted, mm. actually going for a short run or just doing something that gets your heart pumping, right? Come, then you come back to the task that requires focus. That makes sense. So it's because it stimulates you, and then it, because you're so stimulated because you're moving your body so much, that helps you focus more. Is, is it boosting your well, it, brain? It, yeah, it does boost your brain. Yeah, yeah. it also releases endorphins. Yeah. Um, but oh, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it, it is a great way to to help you to focus mm. when you're having a difficult time mm. and get healthy. I mean, that's a that's a two for one. Yeah, that makes sense. What happens for like the days where you're just too tired and you just can't exercise at all? Is there any other stimulant, stimulating way to kind of help you focus besides exercise? Well, I, I think we assume that exercise is going to take a long time. Mm. Even if you just do squats oh God. for five minutes, <laughs> you'd be stimulated. Okay. Right. So yeah. you're still saying that it's really important to make sure you get some exercise in. Well, I mean, if you're at the point where you're really having difficulty um, mm. focusing, right? Mm. Just to do something other than keep telling yourself, okay, focus now. Okay, focus now. Yeah. Okay, focus now. You know, allow yourself to switch the task and then come back. That's true. That makes sense. Because sometimes when I'm just stuck in that hyper focus mode where I'm like bothered about something but if I switch just move my body then my body's like okay you're already doing something else now mm-hmm. so that's there are moments where like when I have felt down and I call a friend I said okay we need to get out I can't do it I don't know how to do it by myself but you need to we need to do it and then that's my efforts to to move yeah, and move perfect. my body yeah yeah yeah, yeah. We can move on to number three, which is no systems are go. Have no structure whatsoever in planning your day or your week. Yes, (laughs) because I know that when I fall off it, oh my God, I fall off it. Like if I'm, it didn't follow the, the, the timing sometimes. It's going to fly. It's going to go in a whole different direction and the day is going to come out in a different pattern. And I'm, and I'm kinder to myself about it now than I used to be. But I do know that that happens because 
I think I'm quite a free spirit in general where I'm just like, yeah, yeah, let's do this, whatever. And then like sometimes in the day, say I, I, I did all my work and then it's dinner time and I'm out with a friend and say, oh, let's go do this thing. I'll be like, yeah, <laughs> I would rather go do that fun, stimulating thing than go back home and make sure that I sleep on time, which like, why should I do that? Mm-hmm. And it, then it ruins the whole process and then it messes up the next day. Mm-hmm. So it is important to keep to structure, which I think I also want to bring up that I know that my structure, it needs to change at least every two weeks because I get bored really quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Yeah, well, so we go back to one of the fundamental, I think, issues facing people with ADHD. is mm. you know, impulse control, self-regulation, which yeah. is needed for planning, you know, goal achievement. Um, those things are hard to do. So structure helps you get things mm. done. But I think one of the problems are that a lot of people are overly ambitious with their structure. It's an unrealistic structure. Yeah. You're not going to get it done, then you're going to feel bad, then you're going like, okay, True. I don't want any structure. Yes. So always plan in distraction time or Ooh. unproductive time. You know, give yourself that uh, one hour of zoning out or or doing absolute rubbish things or you know you can even Mm. break it down to 20 minutes uh, 30 minutes of work 20 minutes of that or 30 minutes of work 10 minutes of unproductive time distraction time and that's just going to help you get through the day a lot faster Mm. but if you're so tight with your time that makes sense um, that requires too much in some ways too much self-control that then you throw away everything at the end because yes. self-control is a muscle Yes, and yes, your yes, muscle yes, will yes, get yes. fatigued, yes. right? So you don't want to all have to overwork it during mm. the day. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Because sometimes the whole week, because um, I mean, I don't take medi- medication to kind of like help me focus even more. So I really structure my time. I'm very, very lucky that I am quite organized. So I do structure the whole week uh, and, and this um, distraction time would be really good. I mm-hmm. would definitely add that yeah. in. But the whole week, I'm exhausted. Then by the weekend, I just want to completely let loose. Mm -hmm. So sometimes Mm -hmm. I might, you know, overindulge Mm -hmm. in certain things. And then I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. And then I'm so tired by the next week. It's it's because I'm so tired of focusing. I I deserve this break. And this break is a very extensive, very fun break, which might cost, you know, a bit of money, like over the weekend at the bar. So, yeah, that does happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, (laughs) just remember, self-control is a muscle. Yeah, agreed. And, and you don't want to it's have it over fatigued. You know, you want to you want to keep it working regularly, right? But you also want to give it rest during your week. Yeah, and I like that you said that because I also been scheduling fun time mm-hmm. where I, mm-hmm. I like I make sure that I go climbing. So then I schedule it and I put in my blocks as a color this certain color which is orangey red okay. so those are like all my fun times in the week so then okay. doesn't make me feel like oh I'm so tired of this week yes, yes. To, before getting to yeah. the weekend that's right yeah, yeah. cool The fourth crazy worst way to handle ADHD, written by me, is that feel embarrassed and beat yourself up when you go through impulsive spells, boredom spells, depressed spells, and wish you were like everybody else. Yeah, like how I mentioned just now that um, there are moments where I do get impulsive and then I kind of feel like, oh goodness, like I shouldn't have done that. Or I do get bored because maybe I'm not so stimulated, I suppose. And I do have moments of downness and then I'm just like... (sighs) <sighs> like, you know, why, why is it so difficult? Why can't, you know, why can't I be like everyone else sometimes? And why couldn't it be simpler? And then I'll feel like, okay, there's mm-hmm. something wrong with me. And I just feel like, for example, like maybe something uh, very obvious, like an example is 
having a functional relationship like I've had in the past where I would uh, be inattentive and then they get angry about certain things and like harp mm-hmm. on the certain thing for I mean this is before I know I know that I've improved a lot mm-hmm. since then but mm-hmm. um, yeah I feel like how can I I'm going to say the word normal how can I be normal in maybe a relationship mm-hmm. or with other people you know and yeah. I've I've learned that no that's that's not being nice to myself and yeah. it's not helpful for me and I and I do have some good learnings from having ADHDs that like I suppose that I can connect things differently mm-hmm. and maybe compared to other people but what, what do you feel about what I just said yeah well I, I, I'll say that you know a number of things are co-occurring with ADHD like you mentioned anxiety um, you've also experienced depression those are not ADHD symptoms yeah but Uh, they tend to co-occur mm, with, so with ADHD, yeah. right? So it's like, you know, you got ADHD, but then, hey, you would also experience anxiety. You're also more mm, likely to experience anxiety. Yeah. You're more likely to me, yeah. um, abuse substances. Mm. You're more likely, because that's a quite impulsive thing. Uh, mm-hmm. You're more likely to be depressed. Um, it's not a destiny. It's just an increased risk yeah. uh, for these things. You know, to your point of feel embarrassed and beat yourself up, Why? Uh, I, I know that's a bad <laughs> question for a therapist to answer, uh, ask, but you know, why do you feel um, like you got to beat yourself up? Why, why is it a bad ther- b- bad Because question to ask? We rarely know the uh, the answer. People oh. generally rarely know the answer to the why question, um, so we try to avoid it. Um, but in, you know, in your case, you know, like, is there a cause for embarrassment? Um, is there something to be embarrassed by? I think just I don't know how to describe it. Like in the past, not not so much now. But where I felt like I suppose the combination of the anxiety and the ADHD that the something came out of it, mm-hmm. like where I, I had like angry spells or like, you know, very emotional spells in the past. Um, now it's a lot more control. It's a lot better, way better. But I felt embarrassed. I felt really embarrassed that there was something wrong with me there's something with the how the way that i function you know like why can't i just not overreact you know how they say don't overreact to this certain thing and i felt like oh that's me but maybe possibly could have been the people around me that made me feel like embarrassed mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. i don't know but yeah I, i was quite an impulsive kid and so the the embarrassing stories of um <laughs> i i think i i <laughs> i walked up you know back in the day when you had to go to like those giant single room cinemas um, okay. and then you eat guachi in the dark <laughs> the floor <laughs> is super dirty and sticky yeah yeah um, and I and then I watched Jackie Chan uh, a Jackie Chan movie and I went up nice, to my nice. f- friends the next day yeah And I was like, oh, and two of my friends were talking face to face. And I went up to them and I was like, huh, I wonder. And I put my hand behind their heads and I boinked their heads together. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and that was a very impulsive, <laughs> impulsive decision. Just oh, to see, relate to that just story. To see, um, yeah. So what would happen? Um, apparently, my friends were very forgiving. Um, <laughs> but, it, you know, it's not great behavior. You know, no, so I, I, I yeah, be. <laughs> yeah, and and so that's the that's the difficult part about recognizing. It's not about being embarrassed or ashamed, but yeah. it's also recognizing. Hey, I probably could do better with some impulse control. <laughs> I shouldn't <laughs> go up to people and hit heads yeah. together. Mm. Just kind of thought, hey, why not? Right? Do you know yeah, what I mean? But yeah. it's, it's but it it wasn't. It was just that I I didn't. I just didn't think. Right, it was just an impulse, and I haven't learned to, you know, growing front prefrontal cortex. I, 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 I wasn't very um, self-regulated. 
Um, mm. And so just recognizing like, okay, I'm, I, I didn't self-regulate that time. You know, I can learn how to have that thought there and also understand I don't have to act on every thought that I have. But it's not something that I need to beat myself up about that I, I have strange thoughts you know I, yeah. I have these kind of random things shooting there yeah it, it just is yeah you know and I think that's the difference between recognizing that okay some change is necessary without shame yes right I think I think we're, we're a society that's struggling with that Agreed. every time we think about change we feel bad yeah you know we feel like oh why you hate me <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like no actually you why know you but, I, I don't need to hate my Myself to want to grow, mm. right? I don't need to hate myself for that. So. I think now I can answer your question better when you said that. Why? Why did I feel embarrassed? Yeah, I I think because how I, I was behaving differently at times. Maybe like what you said, where I would react a lot faster about something, and I'll just like, no, this is the way to react. Boom! It just goes straight straight on, and like it was yes, also a lot more when I was younger because mm-hmm. there was less control. Well, ADHD mellows with age, mm, so it's okay, great. So by good. eighty years old, you're great. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> By that time, yeah. 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 Okay, yeah, I think... Yeah, but so but, it is quite naturally embarrassing, right? Because yeah. if you think about what I did, I am naturally embarrassed. <laughs> if you're listening to it and you are the girls that I hit heads to, <laughs> yeah. um, you can call me. I'll apologize again. Yeah, you know. But so there is a certain amount of just embarrassment, and I think mild embarrassment, let it go. Do you know what I mean? You can feel it, um, and then let it pass, and yes. and just go like, okay, learning from it, moving on. Don't don't hit people's heads yeah, together. Yeah, I think that I... I <laughs> <laughs> now that will always stick with you, right? Yeah. Um, and also just to add from the last bit, which is that impulsive spells, the boredom spells, the depressed spells that I faced. Yeah, because sometimes just because I felt differently and then maybe the people around... I mean, definitely, the people around me didn't go through the same things, right? And I just felt like, oh, why can't I just be like them why why do i always have to feel like this why do i get more anxious more often why do i get down off and on why do i suddenly you know go off the tangent but then sometimes i'm really good at everything why is it always so irregular i'm so tired of myself i guess that was also something which i felt a bit embarrassed and tired of myself but now i'm like okay it's not so bad and uh, knowing that i have it as well makes me feel like okay i i, I can work around it a bit yeah. better and yeah. finding people who are going to be patient with that yeah. is important, you know. People to compliment compliment your yeah. strengths, yeah. Yeah. Well, you're not always so lucky. So that's why I guess I, I tell myself uh, that, no, I, I'm, I'm learning and I'm doing better. But yeah, exactly what you said. I do have a good support system in understanding what I'm going through, for sure. Cool. Number five, the fifth crazy worst way is dismiss and ignore strategies that can help your ADHD and keep winging it till you get tired of yourself. Ah, that's very similar to what I just said just now as well, which is um, I'm saying dismiss and ignore, which means obviously don't dismiss and ignore the strategies that you can learn. So I really, uh, which I'll bring up this neurodivergent thing again, because I was watching one YouTube channel, which was teaching certain strategies on how to keep yourself stimulated. Um, and also what else was I watching? There's also one really good one. Uh, mm-hmm. Isn't Healthline Medi something? I can't remember what it was. But anyway, like a lot of tricks on how to how to manage your focus. Like there's a Pomodoro technique 
technique mm-hmm. to、there's、keep. There's an app too. There's an app. Ooh,、mm-hmm. okay, I'll try the、mm-hmm. app. But it Pomodoro technique for people who don't know is 25 minutes.、Um, try and stay focused for those 25 minutes, and then have a five minute、mm-hmm. break, and then like repeat the cycle. And I gotta say, I haven't tried it yet, and、mm-hmm. I've been wanting to, but I haven't been able to do it. And there is that, and then there are some other. What other strategies have I learned? Is yeah, to、um, similar to what you said, which was、um, keeping some distraction time. So what I did was making sure that I have some fun times、mm-hmm. during the week, because、mm-hmm. that is one of my values. Like I want to have fun, and that keeps me like energized.、Um, is yeah, putting in like some fun fun bits during the week as well, so that I don't like really struggle until the weekend, stuff like that. But、mm-hmm. do you have any other strategies that I can? Well, I think、from? everyone is different, and I think realizing that it's okay to get help. So, for instance, if you go to a meeting and you're very distracted, take a recorder, right? Record down the meeting、uh, rather than beat yourself up and go like, no, 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 I must remember. Do you know what I mean? So、oh, it, it really、yes. depends <laughs> on on whatever that you are finding difficult.、Um, mm. I think for writing, right? If 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 you have to do a lot of writing and you find yourself making mistakes, you know, really careless mistakes, and、um, maybe your boss is kind of getting annoyed at you for that.、Um, <laughs> Pay for an editor. You don't have to be an expensive editor,、ah, but pay、yes. for someone、yeah. to proofread your work.、Mm. So they're just things that actually can make your life easier, easier.、Yes. and, as I said, complement your strengths and help you with the things you're struggling with, so that you can actually get stuff done,、mm. right? Because so that you don't have to read your paper ten times and then still mess things up.、Yeah. Get extra help,、yeah. right? Like if if it's the、um, the app or it's a recorder, if it's a trans. Scriber, rather than say you have to do it like everyone else. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I think that's so true. That you just need that little bit of help, and then not to feel embarrassed by that little bit of help as well. Because I think、um, I was feeling down. Once in general, and、um, my therapist is like, "Okay, then why don't you just, you know, go back and stay with your family like for a bit?" And I said, "Yeah, but you know, I want to get through it on my own. You know, this is the whole point, and I'm trying to be independent and like you know, take care of myself and get through this anxiety spell, which was part of the reason why、uh, I moved out and I." Wanted to get through like panic attacks and stuff. I wanted to be able to know that I can do it by myself, build that self trust. But、um, she said, "Why don't you, you know, chill? Like, make it a bit easier. Like, you know, go back and then、um, it is a tough period for you now. But you can be around family again for a moment, and then like slowly you try again." I was like, "Oh, yeah, actually, that's not so bad. That that's actually." Nice, and then I did that, and then I I practiced it a few times, and then it got a bit better, and I and I and it slowly weaned off, so I didn't feel so、uh, it didn't feel so hard after a while. So making things easier based on what、right. I'm relating、right. to what you're saying. Yeah, um, I don't know where we got. I mean, I think not just you, but our society got this idea that doing it by ourselves means doing it alone. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, doing it by ourselves also means. Being the one to ask for help, yeah, right. Rather、yeah. than just waiting for someone to offer a help, you still have to do the difficult thing、yes. of saying, "I、yeah. need, I need some help." And so, you know, doing it on your own doesn't mean doing it alone.、Mm. It can also mean doing it with people. Yeah, I think,、um, yeah, that's really important that you share that with me because I was in this whole period of like trying to be hyper independent because I felt like. Um, I'm like this, and no one else can really help me. No one gets it. I have to do it on my own anyway, so I'm just gonna do it. I need to do this. I need to prove this to myself, and then just put me in an, in a in a bad space at times. And 
I learned that yeah that doesn't make sense because you still you still need people to support and it does and sometimes even with people who don't always get it but just knowing that they do care and maybe they don't for example like my family like they get it but sometimes they don't completely understand exactly how I feel I love them to death and they do to me too but it just makes that bit of difference just to be around them and for mm-hmm. them to support me so yeah it did make a difference well we put a lot of emphasis about people understanding exactly everything but then we don't understand exactly everything about other people oh, but so it's just yeah. like what what do they need to understand it may not yeah, be everything yeah. but you know maybe just yeah. this thing i just need you to help me with that thing and that that's fine and so even if someone doesn't understand everything that's okay because you don't understand everything either of them but maybe there's something important that they need to understand and that, and maybe it's only 20% of it maybe it's only 50% of it yeah. and that's that's pretty good yeah i like how this one got a lot deeper this particular way than how into like how we help ourselves cuz what i said which was dismiss and ignore strategies that can help your adhd and keep winging it till you get tired yourself and i think that makes a lot of sense to what you're saying dr tro because yeah like if you keep uh the strategies are there and there's research and it's great and it's great that you've shared some and it's great that i've learned some um online and but yeah if i don't try and make it a little bit easier for myself i am definitely going to get tired why why do i keep doing that to myself i guess exactly like where we always feel like we must do everything us to ourselves and prove it to ourselves to show that Yes, I've got it. I'm I'm going to be okay, but actually that's not true. So, yeah. Oh, you're proving something else. You're proving humility yeah. and an understanding of your strengths and weaknesses and maturity. Yeah. That's what you're proving. Oh, thank you. I like that. And that that's a great way to conclude this episode. I'm so glad that I got to share this with you guys and Dr. Chua on how it's been for me with my ADHD on and off. I might add that. Um, but yeah, Let me repeat all the five crazy worst ways that I wrote if you all missed it which I hope you didn't. Number 1 is keep staying in that hyper focused black hole. Number 2, make no time to exercise and make yourself sluggish. Number 3, no systems are go, have no structure whatsoever in planning your day or your week. Number 4, feel embarrassed and beat yourself up when you go through impulsive spells, boredom spells, depressed spells and wish you were like everybody else. Number 5, dismiss and ignore strategies that can help your ADHD and keep winging it till you get tired of yourself. Thank you for listening to the I'm Not Crazy, I'm in Therapy podcast. Do follow at Sitting in the Nude for my community platform where we talk about all things vulnerable and do follow Dr. Chua's organization at Relate Malaysia for your mental health care.